if 50% of builders will it will go out of business in, in by year five, that statistic has got to change. And I'm telling you, it's because they do not make enough money. Now, there might be cases where some people make too much money, then they go and buy a fancy truck and a jet ski, and, and, they, and then they go and you know take that $15,000 holiday or whatever the case is, and all of a sudden they find themselves in trouble. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guys and gals that are very diligent and work very well within their means, but are still not making it work. That is what we've got to change uh, as well. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Uh, my name's Max. I'm the CEO here at Smith & Sons Remodeling Experts Canada, and I'm your host. Welcome to you if you're in YouTube land. Great to have you along. Um, and uh, look, you know, uh, just some uh, housekeeping to get started. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment if you wish. That would be awesome. Uh, maybe even give us a rating because I think that'll help us, uh, you know, chat with more builders and get more builders, you know, uh, in and around the Business for Builders group, which is awesome. Uh, don't forget to go and check out the Business for Builders VIP Facebook group. It's a private group. If you hit the button there and you're a good sort, I'll let you in. Um, and, you know, just keep in mind, we're not about just dishing up, you know, um, and overloading you guys. We really need A, that's a community. Uh, so B, there should be some collaboration, of course, between you, the builders, because that we're, we all act as islands, um, you know, and uh, see there's some camaraderie there. So if you, if you happen to bump into some guys or gals locally to you, then, you know, obviously we can start developing, um, you know, those those communities uh, in, in your local area, which would be powerful. So spread the word, folks, because us builders – um, you know, we have a hard time and uh, we're, we're islands and, uh, you know, 50% of uh, builders go broke uh, in five years and we want to try and change that statistic for real. So today, as usual, uh, don't forget if you want to uh, you want to get at me, uh, go and check out uh, elitebusinessadvisory.com. I'm really doubling down on delivering coaching services there. Um, hit the book a consultation button if you want a Zoom call with me for 30 minutes and I'd uh, love to catch up with you and, and just you know chat about your business and what you're struggling with and uh, possibly look into some coaching services directly there for you. Um, but also if you want to just chat with me generally about anything uh, you know business related, uh, specifically max at businessforbuilders.ca uh, or you can zoom across to our businessforbuilders.ca website, hit us on the contact form and I'll get it on my phone. Right. Okay, so this is episode 150. It's quite a uh, monumental moment. We're not doing anything special. However, you know, having, you know, dealt with a bunch of guys uh, so far, you know, this year where, where there's all different cross-sections of inquiry and demands and experience levels and things like that, I really want to break it down. So what I'm going to quickly do, uh, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to shoot a series right here and this is going to hopefully uh, generate um, more questions. You know, that's always a good thing. Questions are the answers, guys and gals. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a series, I think you're going to like this, um, on how I would go about uh, putting together an estimate and proposal uh, for a kitchen renovation. And so, uh, you know, I, I think there's, like I've said it before, and I've probably brushed over it, <clears throat> and I did consider trying to do a, you know, a full expose on how I would do a kitchen estimate and sell it and all that sort of jazz in one episode. And then I quickly moved to, you know what, we should do a few parts around this. 
And this might generate, you know, something where I might hit the whiteboard perhaps, or maybe there's, you know, questions about software, or maybe there's questions about some some tools and resources, some checklists. I know one guy had a question about a selection sheet, and I've got to I've got to get back to him because what we're working on is what we call an interactive selection sheet because it's terribly difficult to get the information uh, from the client in a very streamlined, systemized, and convenient manner. And we are working uh, with one of our software providers to try and put that together. And it's it's proving to be a challenge, but we're going to work on that. So, um, side note: if you want uh, if you want more information uh, about a project management software, I want you to email me at max at elitebusinessadvisory.com. And um, yeah, just shoot me your first name. Obviously, you'll hit me with the email and uh, maybe a, maybe a cell number so we can have a chat uh, or we can we can get on WhatsApp. That's the other thing too. The the number on that uh, Elite Business Advisory website, that phone number there is my WhatsApp number. So um, feel free to shoot me a message on WhatsApp, and I would love to chat with you that way. Matter of fact, a bit of a shout out to a young fella uh, in uh, Turkey. His name's Ali, and uh, he's a bit of a hustler. 14 years old, and uh, you know, I uh, I actually caught up with him on a Zoom call yesterday, purely because he actually sent me a message via video, and uh, you know, I really respected the hustle. So, um, shout out to Ali in Turkey over there, and uh, it's good to hear from your champion. So, uh, keep up the good work, and uh, here's to your success. Okay. Right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to—I do, don't know how many parts this is going to be. So I'm going to call this part one. This is a series on how I would go about uh, a kitchen uh, a kitchen sale. Let's say. And I'm going to talk a lot around pricing because if we could just go to a database and go, right, that kitchen is going to cost that much, then we we wouldn't find it as difficult. The problem is every kitchen, every client, uh, every project potentially is different. That's why it's got to be case by case, which really then moves me to the fact is why is it, why do we not have a systemized approach, let's say, to a kitchen estimate or a kitchen sale? Uh, and then furthermore, why, uh, why is it that we don't charge for our quoting services? So this is the kind of thing I really want to provoke some thoughts in your mind that compel you uh, to either leave comments or hit me up on email because you're like, yes, Matt, I don't know. And, you know, it's funny, uh, chatting with our uh, one of my prospective elite business clients in New Zealand, shout out to Jacob if he's listening, um, you know, it's it's you know we we talked about some stuff and he's made some immediate changes and it's 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 awesome because I think he's starting to break ceilings and guys, you know, the quickest way I think to avoid going broke and to make more money is to start breaking ceilings. I think when you get caught in the this is the way we've always done it syndrome, you actually you you cut off your ability to now grow your business. So you can't come to me and say, Max, I want to grow my business, but. I want to keep doing cost plus and I still only want to charge up by, yeah, I want to do markup by 15%. Like it, those two, your idea and your vision and your dream and your why, your actions aren't mapping to that why. And we will have a problem, Houston, okay? So we need to make sure we do that. So look, we want to really uh, go through in, in this in this uh, series, because I don't know how many parts we're going to do. We're going to try and keep each episode to about 20 minutes, which would be a miracle if that happens, um, and just really try and break it down into some fairly granular, you know, I think this will help a lot of guys and girls. And then if if it compels you to sort of go, oh, there's a gap in my program, or I don't understand that, or yes, I need proper software because I'm selling Excel spreadsheets and, and Word documents are not, they're just not good enough because they are so labor intensive because you have to double entry data and then you've got to put it over here and put it over there. It's just, it's a really, it's, it's a really clumsy way of doing it, guys and girls. So if, you're, if that's what you're doing, 
fine. Just keep doing that for the moment. But I want to tell you that there is definitely a better way uh, to organize your business in that regard. Right. So part one, I like doing these kinds of podcasts because um, it's not something that I've got to kind of create. All I've got to do is try and organize my thoughts in a very uh, strategic way. And, uh, and really, uh, be- because it's just something that I do, it's what I've, uh, you know, it's what I fed my family doing. Um, as far as being a builder. And so it's very, it's very natural for me. So what I want to talk about in part one of this quote, a kitchen reno, that might be the name of it, quote, a kitchen reno. Yeah, there we go. Tips, no strategies, part series, <laughs> uh, whatever it is, how to quote a kitchen reno. Um, I'm going to talk to you about the site visit and the meet and greet. You know, I think what we've got to do is not run straight to, um, straight to, oh, I want to do a measure up, which we will get to for sure. Um, but what we want to do is we want to make sure that we set the foundation. So what I'm going to try and lean into a little bit is the sales process. Now, if you're a, if you're a Smith & Sons uh, franchise general contractor, in your operations manual, it maps out clearly in flowcharts and scripts and diagrams on what it is that we're trying to achieve on the first phone call, in the first meeting, in the consecutive meetings, you know, all of these types of things. So it's very much you've got to kind of, I don't want to say relearn, but I think you've just got to increase your understanding of what is a the best practice. And so that's what we're going to focus on. So um, so a couple of, a couple of uh, contextual items. We're going to assume that we are on our first phone call. So I'm not, I don't even want to get started on how you generated the lead, although that could make for a pretty interesting series as well. Um, but I'm going to assume that you've got a top of funnel inquiry, which you know nothing about other than what they might have sent you on your contact form on your website, or they might have jotted a few, inf- uh, you know, names, uh, a few pieces of information in your one of your Facebook ads or something like that. Um, and just a side note, if you're going to go and do uh, advertising on Facebook, you've got to make sure that it, it drives to a learn more page. And then that page will, you know, provide some basic information on what to do. I know that we get... We, you know, what we find works a lot is a chat bot that's actually on our web page, and that actually comes up in my uh, business suite as a comment now, or yeah, as a comment or a question. That little chat bot down the bottom right hand corner of our uh, website, and and then what we've got is we have an autoresponder. Now I'm not all about that because I don't believe it delivers customized service, and I kind of like that. But I understand, you know, we've got to either automate or detonate. So we've got to either create automated systems, or we've got to, you know, get rid of that process. And so we definitely have, um, if you could do this, you could mess with me. If you want to do this, I'll tell you what you do, just to give you some insight. Go to the smithandsons.ca website, find that little green chat bot down the bottom right-hand corner and go, hi, Max, I'm doing a chat bot test. And then leave your name and, you know, whatever. Just tell me what you're doing because, and it'll and I'll, that will show you the auto response that's generated. Now, what you'll find is there's going to be a phone number. Um, it's going to tell you to go to the contact us page, things like that. And what that what we then what that does is that then drives traffic to uh, our inbox. So they, we we redirect them to our contact page, and then it actually pops up in our system as an email. And then we enter that into our system, and we we forward that email, forward that contact or that lead to our general contractor. So that's just a bit of a side note. Now, so we're assuming that when we get the said lead, we look at the thing, and we're gonna we're gonna assume that it's our preferred client profile, guys and gals. You need to understand who it is that you want to talk to uh, because there is certain people that are outside our preferred client profile or a client avatar that I know straight away are not going to be a fit for my my company services. That's that's the way it is. To give you a bit of a basic idea, people between the ages of, say, 50, uh, 45 and 75 
is probably where we would start. I'm not saying we don't rule out anything out outside of that. Um, and normally they're going to be successful business owners or successful corporates that might have owned their own business um, and or certainly own their own home. So uh, we get a bit of a feel for, uh, you know, different types of people. As The more you talk to people, the more you start understanding and the more people that you work for that you wish you didn't work for starts helping you to find, you know, where, where you're up to as far as uh, your preferred client profile. So we're going to assume that you're talking to the right person or the right type of person. Um, and we're going to... We're going to assume that you've got on the phone there and you've chatted with them about their uh, budget expectation and what they love and hate about their current kitchen scenario. Now, um, let's just back up slightly. So let's talk about how do I talk about budget? Because I know that builders, you know, it's ironic. We're such extremists. We hate talking about budget and then we whine that we're not making any money. Well, okay, this we got to, you know, if you want to bring about, you know, some massive change, you've got to take massive action. So, like me old mate down in New Zealand, he's like, oh, Max, you know, it's great. I up my markup, you know, percentage and, you know, um, what else did he change? Anyway, he said, I, I didn't quite have the, you know, <laughs> I didn't quite have the uh, the, the goal to ask to, for, uh, you know, to get paid to do the quote. And I did send him back a, a series of messages letting him know that we don't ask to do a quote. We've got to demonstrate value and, and what provides peace of mind and security to the clients. And then we can talk, we can ask for it in a different way. And so I'm going to quickly talk about, um, you know, maybe how we do that. But certainly the, the budget expectation. So I've said this before, and I might have even just covered this recently, but the, the idea is that I don't want to drive out to their home and it could be close, but it could be 45, 50 minutes. Like I don't want to go driving down there to go, oh, you know, I don't, guys, we don't want to go take the phone call, book the meeting, do the site visit, run back to the office, do the estimate, present the, the, the estimate, and you've not talked about money. You've not talked about budgets. Because if you come in, I mean, I got a, I got a commu communication from one of my guys yesterday and he literally drew a line in the sand. He says, mate, kitchens are now 100 grand. See, we would provide them, let's say, a kitchen lead through our digital marketing and then we would send them what we regard as a forecast build value because we're tracking the, the not the number of inquiries only, but we're tracking the dollar value because if you want to run a million dollar business, I've got to, I've got to get you... I'm aiming to deliver at the high, you know, to, to the, the number of about $5 million worth of leads. So I've got to track every time there's a kitchen come in, um, we would probably, we would put down a forecast build value of about 75 grand. Now, if it was a bathroom, we'd probably say 25 grand. Now I've got a memo, a memo, 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 whatever, finding Nemo. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, we, I, I just got that message and he said, look, from this point onwards, we, you know, it's 100 grand for a kitchen reno. So that might enlighten you guys and gals. Now, we are in – now, that, that's on Vancouver Island. Your area might be different. You might, you might say, Max, you're never going to get that. That's impossible, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Well, then you need to figure out how and where you can demonstrate more value to increase your transaction price or the contract price, right? So that's, that's pretty key. So – Let's try and stay on track here. But we're talking about having the budget conversation. Now, I need you as builders. I know you're kind of rough and ready and, and, and I understand and I feel for you that you've not had the kind of sales training that you need. And I respect that. So here we are. We're trying to just turn the ship a little bit to try and increase the, the amount of profit that you bring into your house. And I say this a lot when I'm talking to my coaching clients. I can show you how I, if I move the needle 10%, I can actually... Actually, we can we probably in some cases can start to generate some profit, which is amazing. 
But that's that's a, in the construction business. That's a pretty basic maneuver. What I what I what my end goal is to not have you now marking up thirty percent. So if you've been marking up 20 percent, then that's quite a that's quite a jump. That's a thirty percent. That's a fifty percent jump. So that's great. But really, what I want to move you into is there's no point in guessing. I want to move you into the realm where we know that you a need to be as a builder and where it is very achievable. So long as your preferred client profile is is who you are speaking with. And that's the challenge, okay? Um, and I like the fact that if you're going to take a step up to a 41% markup on all your materials on labor, and, and, and then you're at, you're at 20% right now, I respect the fact that that's a big jump and it's probably impossible for you to A, believe in and B, demonstrate the value to clients to um, really give you the confidence. Uh, because people fail to sell well because they don't believe in what it is they're selling. And unfortunately, guys and gals, we sometimes second guess our, our own skills. We undersell, you know, our own knowledge. And I think we've just got to, you know, not be disrespectful and not be arrogant. But guys, if 50% of builders will, will go out of business in, in, by year five, that statistic has got to change. And I'm telling you, it's because they do not make enough money. Now, there might be cases where some people make too much money, then they go and buy a fancy truck and a jet ski, and and then and then they go and you know take that fifteen thousand dollar holiday or whatever the case is, and all of a sudden they find themselves in trouble. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guys and gals that are very diligent and work very well within their means, but are still not making it work. That is what we've got to change uh, as well. So uh, we're chatting with the clients on the phone, and I say this: it's like, hey, Mister and Mrs. Homeowner, um, you know. Uh, for your kitchen, you know, after this is after I've had a conversation on the phone with them. And I tend to have a fairly long-winded conversation, as you might understand the fact that I can sit here and talk to that little black dot over there and, and do it for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 40 minutes. It's a little scary. But you can imagine if I've got someone to actually talk to, yeah, we, we're going to get it on. And I think that's a really, just a side note, it's key. You've got to be relatable. You've got to be able to build rapport. And so if I'm dealing with an executive I am going to mind my P's and Q's and I'm going to be very uh, professional in my approach. And I'm not saying that someone who's not an executive doesn't get my professional approach, but I then don't want to come across to someone that's that's you know run an engineering firm and, 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 and is the kind of guy that gets into the office at 6, 6.30, rolls his sleeves up and he's very hands-on, he's very practical and he's borderline blue collar. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk down to him. I always want to meet people at where they're at. So I, I really want to make them feel comfortable whilst they're dealing with me. Now, further to that, I want to. I want to come across as the the authority, but I don't want to come across as arrogant either. So remember, questions are the answers. That's key. So when I'm having a conversation about budget, um, hey, Mister, Mrs. Homeowner, look, I understand where you're coming from. First of all, the best. I've really put budget expectations first, but I really needed to talk to them. Uh, I, a great way to, to break the ice is to say, so tell me everything that you love and hate about your current kitchen. Now, normally I'd save that conversation in great detail for the site visit. There's no question. But they will automatically, I think, start throwing up about their current setup and what they want to change. So it's not going to be hard. But you don't want to get caught on the phone them trying to wag the dog and them trying to sort of give you all the information. You're like, time out, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. I'll tell you what, here, now here's what I subscribe to. Set the agenda. And if, if you're listening to this and you've received from me, you know, uh, an email about maybe you've already done one little strategy session with me um, for no cost, of course, and then we've, we've, we've moved into a, a complimentary coaching session, you'll know that you'll get an email and I will outline the agenda, okay? So if I get a client that calls me on the phone, 
in some cases, I will interrupt them and go, "Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, look, I just want to, well, I just want to quickly let you know the purpose of, of you talking to me right now is just to, you know, confirm confirm a few details, and then I can't wait to really get amongst it with you, and you can tell me all about what you love and hate. Uh, but but be, let's just, just, I just want the the overview, and then we can work out a few bits and pieces, and then we can see whether or not, um, you know, I'm going to pop out and, and take a look at your project. So always reserve the right to decline the lead. And we've done this all, we, we do this a lot. It's like, unfortunately, we're not in a position to provide a bid for your project. Um, we trust that you can, you know, find a general con- contractor that can help you out. Uh, all the best with your project, send. Like, we do that. Um, and I've, I've done that face-to-face as well. So this is where that's an uncomfortable thing to say. There's no question. But you, this is all about, you do not have to provide a bid or an estimate or a quote or anything for everybody's inquiry. You just don't have to. And this is why, you need to be selective. But if you're going to be selective, you've got to make sure you've got good top of funnel as well. Otherwise, you're going to run out of people to quote for. So the, I want you, this is how it works. And I know it's not comfortable for you at this point, but you just got to understand that this is how the ball bounces. This is the game, okay? Um, so when we're talking about, if I said, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, look, do you have on this, on your kitchen that you want to run out, you've explained to me a little bit about what's going on and it's, it is fairly standard. However, there is some nuances and it's always a case-by-case situation that I have to investigate as the builder to make sure that I understand clearly what it is your end game is and what the outcome is that you want. Um, so do you have, uh, in your mind, do you have a budget expectation? Now, before they answer, I will probably say, look, Mr. Mrs. Homeowner, look, you don't answer that. You're, you're not a builder. Now, hopefully they're not a builder. If they're a builder and they're asking me to give them a quote, it's kind of, that's a red flag, just quietly. Um, I, I don't know I'm going to get into that. Um, but look, I would say to them, look, you, you're not a builder and I actually haven't seen your project. So it's hard for both of us to figure out what that number would be. But let me t- let me just share with you, Tell using the word tell is offensive subconsciously, okay? So if I say, let me share with you, all of a sudden it's sort of like, okay, this guy is 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 not um, you know he's he's actually going to give up some information or he's going to you know literally share with me something that I'm not going to pay for. Anytime we can get something for free, it's a good deal. So it's like, hey, let me share with you. Now this is the key. Based on my <clears throat> historical data and based on my experience, we we find that the average kitchen, you know, the average kitchen renovation will start at about seventy five thousand. Mr. And Mrs. Homeowner or Mr. Homeowner, how do you feel about that? Oh well, Max, that's that was that's that's a lot more than what we thought, um, and we're just not sure whether or not that's really what we want to spend. Now, at that point, you could start justifying your number, but I want you to understand that silence is your friend, and and so what what I like to do is I I like to get clients just chatting about their project, and so you know, sure they'll come back and they'll say, and you know, I'll, I, the caveat is buyers can be liars. I'm not going to say all buyers are liars, but you know, they're going to play their cards close to their chest and they're going to tell you things that maybe aren't quite the truth. Um, but I understand, and, and and so they should to a certain degree. I mean, at the end of the day, how many, you know, HGTV, HGTV horror stories are we going to listen to? But, you know, um, we've got to make sure that we're, we're sort of hearing the clients, but be comfortable when there's silence. And and then I would, if they say, oh, yeah, Max, well, we're, like that's it should be 50 grand. And I would say, hey, can you share with me how it is that you went about coming up with that number for, of 50,000 for that kitchen. Now, whatever the numbers are for you, but I know that it's 75 grand, that's our entry level. Um, and then just wait for them to talk to us. And and a lot of the time they say, well, we just kind of Googled a few things and, you know, da-da-da-da. And that, what it does is it 
it really does break down that wall of distrust. And I've always said this, whenever you go out and see a client, the wall of distrust is up. And it's just the way it is. It's the game. And so we have to build trust. And so, um, you know, I think just getting that budget question. Now, at that point, if they if they come back to you and say, look, Max, it's it's more than what we thought or expected, but, but you know, I, I think we can, you know, we, we have the funds or the, the financial wherewithal or capability to do that, but we just need to understand, you know, a little bit more in detail, you know, why we would end up spending that money. And that is a buying question, guys and gals. And so when I go out there, I know what my mission is. It's to demonstrate value, right? Demonstrate value. And so the, the, the more you demonstrate value, the more likely it is that you will, you will develop a relationship you can then, you know, uh, go to contract on. So really, we've not really got through too much in 20 minutes um, other than, you know, giving you some heads up around, um, you know, what you need to do on the first phone call to protect your own interest, to get some good understanding of what the, you know, the budget's going to be a little bit of rapport building. And then uh, you want to book to book that meeting. So look, I'm going to, you know, it's painful for me to cut it off right now, guys and girls, but I want to break this down into a bunch of parts. And uh, so on the next part, I'm going to talk about what we do when we go to that meeting. We're going to talk about um, you know, what it is that, what's my objective? And so we're always playing the end game. And so we're looking at the different stages. And this is why it's so important. I'll, and I'll conclude with this. This is why it's so important that, you know, if you've ever talked to me on a video call, I'll say, do you have a documented sale pro sales process? 99.9% of guys and gals do not have anything that has been designed. No flow charts, no, uh, you know, nothing with milestones, no scripts, like, that, you know, there's no tactical approach to the sales process. And then we wonder why we don't do it terribly well. Think about it, guys and girls. I said this on one of the last, I think I said this on the Q&A and there's some stuff floating around TikTok. Um, you know, it's it's like we, we wouldn't go and build a house or go and do a reno without a plan. And yet we'll go and build a business or try to build a business without a plan. So please, please, please start thinking about a, a real a tactical approach to sales. Now, what you don't know, you don't know. And I think that's where, it, you know, kicking in with um, some coaching from yours truly would definitely, and I'm doing as much as I can here, but I think when it comes down to it, two things, there's two variables. It's you as a person and your type of business. And I really can't cater to everybody, you know, on a, on a podcast or on a YouTube video. So um, look, that's where we're going to leave it. The next, uh, next part, we're going to talk about site measurements, site picks, um, you know, how to offer design and quote uh, proposal services. So we're really going to have to um, nail down exactly um, what we do in that meeting to ensure that we do gather all the data, the appropriate information, and then talk about what the client can expect. We don't want to leave them in the grey, okay? So um, get across to uh, Business for Builders VIP Facebook page, hit the join button, we'll let you in there if you're a good sort. Uh, we're going to build that community, get some collaboration happening and some camaraderie. Uh, we want to make sure that if uh, you've got, uh, you know, any questions, you can access me. And I think the best email going forward now is max at elitebusinessadvisory.com. Check out that website as well. Um, and don't forget that number on that website is my WhatsApp number. So feel free to hit me on a message there. And then uh, if you're on that website, book a consultation. We can shoot the shit for 30 minutes. I want to make that terribly productive for you and I. 
So uh, I'm always going to have an end game, as you can appreciate. So um, look, and please don't go and book a consultation with me if you've got no intentions of showing up. And I'm sure most people want to show up, but um, it you know no shows even happens to me. So um, let's uh, respect each other's time and uh, you know have a good time whilst we do it. Um, look, is there anything else I've forgotten? I don't think that's about it. Leave some comments, hit the bell. Um, thanks for you to subscribe and um, maybe even leave us a rating if you're feeling happy about what's going on here. Have a great week. Have a great day. Go be profitable. Go build that kick-ass business. We will see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.